0: is good everybody this is your guy manny welcome to the dynasty overload a finding a fantasy podcast almost had a blooper there so guys it's week three we're gonna go ahead and dive into what's going on around football right now so before i dive into week three i just want you guys to know get into do hey do me a favor get into your fantasy lineups right now especially if you are in over 40 leagues like me Get into your fantasy lineups right now and go ahead and remove Brandon Ayuk from your lineups because Brandon Ayuk is going to be out for tonight's game versus the Giants. So I see an uptick for guys like George Kittle, guys like Debo Samuels, and as well as um, Christian McCaffrey. So get into your lineups right now and remove uh, Brandon Ayuk from your lineup. He's going to miss tonight's game. Also, Bryce Young has missed practice for two days in a row. So that means he is going to be missing the game. Uh, on Sunday, so that means Andy Dalton will be starting for the Carolina Panthers. So I don't know what he does, but if you're playing in two quarterback leagues, if you're playing in deep leagues, then he's definitely a guy that you might want to go ahead and grab because he brings value to you in Superflex leagues. So with that being said, week three is here. Exciting stuff. Also, more breaking news. The Cowboys lose their star corner Trayvon Diggs, he's out for the season. He tore his ACL in a non-contact, non-contact injury today. So that's 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 man, that is terrible. I feel so bad for him. Uh, regardless of who you cheer for, regardless of you know who you like, when it comes to the football family, we support each other. I'm a, a Commanders fan. He's a Cowboy. It doesn't matter. It's all love. Injuries are injuries, and we do not support injuries. So speedy recovery for Trayvon Diggs. Uh, man, that is that is some tough news right there. It just seems like um, tons of injuries out there, and it, there's really no way to prevent the injuries. It's a part of the game. It does happen, but it's, but it's truly, truly sad. So you guys are probably wondering, hey, Manny, when are you going to start talking about who to start and who to sit? Just cool down. I'm going to get to that. So week three, tons of good matchups, tons of bad matchups. Um, so... Let's start with the quarterbacks. Kirk Cousins is, I think he's like the QB one right now in fantasy or a top two, top three QB. He's putting up numbers. He's averaging 28.5 points a game. He has six touchdowns. He has one INT. He looks good. I mean, look, Kirk Cousins is on pace for 6,000 yards passing right now, which is insane to me. Now, obviously, he's not going to keep that pace up, but just to show you that he is tearing it up, He has 706 passing yards so far. So, yeah, definitely start Kirk Cousins. Start him everywhere that you got him. I'm going to be starting him everywhere that I got him. Um, Tua Tagovailoa, he's playing the Denver uh, Broncos. I always want to say Denver Nuggets, but the Denver Broncos. So, I like Tua a lot this week. I think he's going to produce big numbers for his team. Uh, Jared Goff, he's playing the ATL Falcons. ATL, we can all agree that, hey, They're not a good team right now, and, uh, you know, Jared Goff has been pretty solid. Four touchdowns, one INT, 576 yards passing. Him along with Tua and Kirk Cousins are some of the top guys right now in the league in passing yards. I like this matchup a lot. I think you're going to see the offense open up more. You're going to see Sam Laporta. You know, you're going to see Jameer Gibbs possibly catch more passes. It's going to be an exciting thing. Uh, and then right now, Jared Goff is averaging 22.5 points a game. So, I mean, he's hot. Why not ride the hot hand? In several leagues, I have Jared Goff starting from last year because a lot of people were not interested in Jared Goff. A lot of people, a lot of people did not believe in Jared Goff. So he was easy to acquire. He was cheap. Now he's a top-tier quarterback. He's a QB1 now. So uh, the price of Jared Goff is definitely going up. And in, in that offense, in that system, I don't think a guy like Hayden Hooker is going to come out and – Take the job from Jared Goff anytime soon. Geno Smith has a great, excellent matchup versus the Panthers. I think this has the potential to be a high-scoring game. Um, I see the Panthers playing from behind, and with that being said, that's going to be an uptick in targets. So it could be a potential sneaky shootout. This is not a game that I would bet on and say, oh, it's going to be a shootout. But it has a potential to be a sneaky Sneaky uh, um, game. So moving on ahead, you have Dak Prescott versus um, Arizona. That's an automatic start. You start anybody versus uh, Arizona, although Dak has not been good this season so far because he hasn't had to be good. The defense has been carrying them in with the loss of Trayvon Diggs. How does that defense look? Either way it goes. I see them moving the ball easily on Arizona. And this is going to be Dak Prescott's coming out party. Um, Yeah, I mean, they've won two games, 70 to 10. So you don't need to really throw the ball when you're winning. So that's a disadvantage in fantasy when you have a quarterback like Dak who can produce and is really good, but then you can't really unlock Dak because of winning and, you know, having a big lead. Dak right now is averaging 15 points a game, but this could be a potential where Dak comes out and hits two to three scores before uh, halftime, and then they just kind of just coast and just run the ball. So if you if you are a Dak owner, you're hoping that he comes out and gives you QB1 numbers, especially in the first half. That way you can kind of chill and say, all right, I got my numbers from Dak, and then you can just chill. Uh, Brock Purdy versus the Giants. The Giants have been terrible. Brock Purdy is averaging 17.8 points a game. He's playing two nights. So tonight, if you guys want Brock Purdy in your lineup, put him in your lineups two nights. Do not forget to do it. Or you're going to wake up or in the morning say, oh, man, I forgot to put him in my lineup. This is an easy game for him. But then it could be a sneaky game to where the Giants actually score some points to where it makes it a competitive game. And then if it's a competitive game, that means more Brock Purdy. If it's a game where San Fran has a lead, they're playing good defense, and you're not going to get much out of Bro- Brock Purdy. So for me, Brock is going to be like a, a maybe. Maybe start him. Maybe don't start him. But. If he is in Superflex, you definitely start him. If you need a QB2, he'll give you solid numbers. I think Matthew Stafford has a breakout game come Monday night. He is going to be playing against the Bengals. The Bengals have Joe Burrow. He's going to be struggling and, you know, still hurt. I will bench Joe Burrow, and I will start Matthew Stafford. Matthew Stafford only has one touchdown so far this season. He's averaging 15.2 points a game. But I think this is a week that Tutu Atwell or Uh, Puka Nukao gets a touchdown. He's been very accurate and very precise with those two guys. Uh, But yeah, this is definitely going to be a Matthew Stafford type game. I'm looking for, I'm looking at maybe two, maybe three touchdowns out of Stafford. I think it's time. It's time. I don't see him going for less than two touchdowns in this game. So two touchdowns on the on the low side, three touchdowns on the high side. Guys that I'm not going to touch this week. I'm not touching Justin Fields until he. Becomes better, and to be honest, in redraft leagues, I'm on the verge of dropping Justin Fields. He's costing me games. He's averaging 16.6 points a game. You drafted him to be a guy that's averaging 20 to 25 points a game. That's what you drafted him for. Drafted him in the fourth round, which I normally don't get QBs in the in the you know that early, and it has not paid off for me. Daniel Jones, although he had a good game last week, this is Thursday night, and this is the San Francisco 49ers defense. So. Temporary expectations. If he runs the ball, he could have that upside of getting to 20 points. But if he's not running the ball well, I mean, he has three touchdowns, a passing, three interceptions. He's having an OK season, especially from that one game last week. But I'm me personally, I'm not starting Daniel Jones this week. Uh, Jordan Love. I am starting Jordan Love. He's hot right now. I get it. He's playing against a New Orleans defense that is pretty hot. Um Jordan Love is averaging 27.7 points a game. He's hot right now. So I'm gonna I'm gonna continue to play him. And he's the number two quarterback in fantasy right now. I'm gonna continue to play Jordan Love. Why not? Even with the tough matchup. Let's see what he has. He's looking good, 393, 96 yards, six touchdowns, no INTs. And that's the biggest number. No INTs. And then he has some rushing upside. So I am in on Jordan Love while most are not. Uh Russell Wilson. I'm not starting him uh, this week. He is averaging 25.5 points a game. He's been solid, but it was those Hill Mary bombs, two Hill Hill Mary bombs, really. Three, if you count the one that wasn't a touchdown. So he had three deep passes that really boosted his numbers. Most of his numbers came from the game versus Washington. So with with Russell Wilson, if you're in a two-quarterback league and you need to start him, you start him. But in the one-quarterback league, I am not starting Russell Wilson. That's just me. Derek Carr, I am not starting Derek Carr versus Green Bay. He only has one touchdown on the season, and I don't see the upside for a touchdown out of Derek Carr. I just, I just don't see it. They've been winning games with field goals and field goals and field goals. I just do not see Carr um, doing anything. I mean, he had 228 yards and no touchdowns and one interception versus Carolina. Imagine Green Bay, and Green Bay has a really good defense this year. Mac Jones versus the Jets. Typically, I would say bench any QB playing against the Jets. I do believe the Jets have a really good uh, defense. But I want to say start Mac Jones. I'm going to go out on a limb say start Mac Jones. I think he has a lot to prove this season. He has 547 yards passing so far, four touchdowns, two INTs. Um, yeah, I would say go Mac Jones, especially in two quarterback leagues. Ryan Tannehill, bench him. I'm not even going to talk about Tannehill, just bench him. That's all I got to say. He's averaging 12.7 points a game. Running backs to start or sit. Kyron Williams is hot right now. He's averaging 22.7 points a game. He looks good. Cam Akers just got traded yesterday, so he has this backfield. This is is his backfield. So um, I see him having another good game versus Cincinnati. Start Kyron Williams with confidence. If you draft if you if you grab this guy in your uh, uh waivers, I salute you. If you drafted him in dynasty and held on to him for a year, I salute you. If you've traded a second round pick like me in several leagues to get this guy, I salute you. I am a big Kyron Williams guy, and I think he has another big game come Sunday. The thing I love most about Kyron Williams is that he's doing it running the ball and catching the ball. He has four touchdowns on the season so far. I expect more to come. Now, uh, 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 um, James Cook has looked good this season. He looked—he he has looked good. He's averaging 15.1 points a game. I think he's going to continue to get better. Um, although I like James Cook this season, I don't like James Cook versus Washington. Now, if you're going to say James Cook is going to be a receiver versus Washington, if you believe that, if you truly believe that, then you start a James Cook. If you feel like he's not going to have Success catching the ball versus that tough Washington's defense, then you don't start him. I don't think he's going to have much success versus that Washington's um defense. They're going to pass more to guys like Khalil Shakir and Dalton Kincaid and guys like that. I don't see James Cook being much of an impact. I could be totally wrong. I could be totally wrong. If he catches passes, he'll be fine. If he doesn't, he'll be in trouble. And then, especially with uh Damien Harris and Latavius Murray. Now being guys that are going to be vulturing goal line uh, potential touchdowns, so temporary expectations with James Cook, Alexander Madison. I would say bench him. I don't trust him right now. It's just something about Madison that I just do not trust this season. Madison is averaging nine point two points a game. Now they've added Cam Acres. Now Cam makers is going to take him some time to get acclimated to the offense, but at the end of the day. What has Madison done? Madison as a starter is not so good. Madison coming in as a backup because Dalvin Cook uh, got hurt during the seasons, like, uh, you know, years past. And yes. So those are different things that I'm looking at right now. And you really, 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 really want to watch, you know, what you're doing. So I got some breaking news for you guys. Former Cowboys Quarterback Will Greer is signing to the Patriots active roster, so that means that Will Greer, Greer will be the number two. Will be the number two. Wait a minute, am I reading this right? Former Cowboys QB Will Greer is signing to the Patriots active roster. So yeah, he'll be backing up Mac Jones. So Will Greer is the backup to Mac Jones as of right now. Back to the running backs, Miles Sanders. I'm not starting him versus Seattle. I I don't trust this guy. This guy has not looked good at all this season. But with Andy Dalton, maybe, just maybe, Miles Sanders plays better. But how could he possibly play better with Andy Dalton? We'll see. I'm not starting Miles Sanders. That's a sit for me. Isaiah Pacheco, that's a sit for me. This guy comes in and does spectacular things in the first half, and then he slows down. I understand that the Bears have struggled with, you know, backs like Aaron Jones and Rashad White. You know, both guys have scored over 21.3 points in PPR in the first two weeks versus the Bears. But Pacheco is not like that. He's not that kind of back. They're trying to pass him the ball more. He's catching more. But I just don't see Pacheco having that kind of impact. So for me, I'm sitting Pacheco versus the Bears. Um, Joshua Kelly, that's a sit for me. Jalen Warren, that's a flex play for me. That's a flex play. If you're desperate for an RB play, flex him. He's a decent 9.7. If you're dealing with injuries, you might want to start him. So, you know, it just all depends on what, you know, what, like what you want to do. Now, we understand that David Montgomery is out, right? We understand that Craig Reynolds is the next man up. Mind you, they have Gibbs, but they use Gibbs a certain way. For me, I'm not starting Craig Reynolds. I'm more of a Zonovan McKnight kind of guy. So scoop Zonovan McKnight and stash him and just see what happens. I don't think that Greg Reynolds has much of an impact in this game, but you never know. If if, if he's out there and you just need additional help and running back, you grab him, but I'm not starting Greg uh, Reynolds. That's just me. Kendra Miller, somebody asked me about, about Kendra Miller. Do, do you start him? It looks like he's practicing. He's healthy, but they have Tony Jones. They have Taysom Hill. It's going to be an RB by committee. I'm not starting Kendra Miller unless I absolutely have no other choice. He is a must-sit for me. I need to see him do something before I can start to trust him. So he will make his NFL debut. He is a highly touted RB from college. I get all of that. But I got to see. You got to show me. Guys that I'm sitting this week as well, I'm sitting um, Brees Hall. I'm sitting A.J. Dillon. I'm sitting Damian Pierce. Um, Zach Moss, I'm starting if I need him. Uh, He's averaging 20.7 points a game. He was phenomenal in his first game of the season with 18 carries for 88 yards in the score, and he had four catches for 19 yards. I think that Zach Moss continues to be involved, especially if Gardner Minshew plays. You best believe that Zach Moss will get more – catching opportunities. He'll get more goal line opportunities, especially if Minshew plays and Anthony Richardson is out. So that's just more uptick for Zach Moss. Most people will say, sit Zach Moss. I am starting Zach Moss with confidence. Um, I'm also going to be starting Brian Robinson Jr. Brian Robinson Jr. has been great this season. He's what, the RB3 in all of fantasy. He's averaging 21.3 points a game. He's He has been fantastic. Fantastic. Uh, 146 rushing yards this year. He has three uh, three receptions, 49 yards, uh, three touchdowns. He's been amazing this season. He's been amazing this season, had one touchdown to start the year and two touchdowns last week versus the Denver Broncos. So, yes, I look for Brian Robinson to, to have another great game. And I've been getting a lot of deals for Brian Robinson, especially in Dynasty. Guys are now starting to, like, put him in a package for a first. Yes, he's commanding that kind of respect because he's looking good. And when you do good and you're doing well, you command respect. So shout out to Brian Robinson. Uh, Moving on. Uh, Anybody playing against the Titans, you start that receiver. So Amari Cooper should have an amazing day versus the Titans. Start Amari Cooper everywhere with confidence. Nico Collins, I am sorry. I want to apologize to you, my brother. I was wrong about you. You have turned it up to a whole nother level. 20 targets this season, 13 receptions, 226 yards, and a score. He's averaging a whopping 20.8 points a game. Nico Collins is him right now. He's tearing it up. I was wrong. Y'all yeah, was right. So, yeah, Nico Collins looks great. I, not only am I starting Nico Collins, I'm also starting Tang Dale. It seems like Tangdale and Nico Collins are the two favorite targets for C.J. Stroud, who looks great, by the way, who you can start sometimes if you need help in two QB leagues. C.J. Stroud is not a bad one to start. Jordan Addison, two weeks, two touchdowns. That boy looks good. That boy looks good. Keep on starting Jordan Addison with confidence. It seems like he continues to get love on this offense. Yes, they have Jefferson. Yes they have Hawkinson but Jordan Addison gets his you got to cover him one on one and he's that talented he's that special to uh, maximize those opportunities only 11 targets this season but man he is averaging 16.2 points a game and I'm looking forward to him going against a Chargers defense to where he could possibly <coughs> excuse me possibly do more damage again um come Sunday so yeah Start Jordan Addison. Zay Flowers is the number one wide receiver for the Ravens. Yes, he doesn't have a touchdown yet, but he has 15 targets. He has he has caught 13 of those. So that means – so what you're telling me is if Lamar Jackson targets Zay Flowers 10 times on Sunday, he's going to catch eight. I like those odds. I like those numbers. Eight receptions possibly could be over 70 to 85 yards. And then if he gets a score, you're looking at a 20-point day for Zay Flowers. Continue to start him with confidence. He's going against Indianapolis, but nevertheless, he is that legit number one wide receiver for the Ravens, especially with OBJ out, and especially with Rashard Bateman not doing anything. Zay Flowers is him. I think that Zay Flowers has a humongous breakout game come Sunday. And if I'm wrong, you guys roast me. Come after me. It's all good. George Pickens, man, he looked good last week. This could be a sign of things to come. I want to start George Pickens just because, just because somebody has to catch the ball. And I don't know. I'm just confident that George Pickens can continue what he started last week. He's just only going to go up from here. I mean, he has 17 targets on the season. That's pretty good. He can possibly get another uh, nine to 10 targets come Sunday. So I'm excited for George Pickens this year. Uh, Chris Godwin, each week that I've told you guys to start him, he's let me down. I think this is the week that Chris Godwin uh, is welcome to the NFL. I always welcome guys to the NFL, especially when they haven't done anything in a while. I want to come back and do my NFL recap show and say, Chris Godwin, welcome to the NFL. Like He's going to score. He has 14 targets in the season, 10 receptions. Uh, 109 yards. He's averaging 10.5 points a game. So what does that tell you? He gets targets. He gets receptions. He gets a few yards for him to be able to average double digits. I think this is a week that he gets uh, a huge amount of targets. Not only that, he's going to get a touchdown this week. Like When the defense is now going to shift its focus to Mike Evans, then guess what? Now, Chris Godwin will be that guy that will be going against the number two corners. And if he's not I just have a feeling that it's time for Chris Godwin to produce. And that's the same thing with a guy like Jahan Dotson. Jahan Dotson has done nothing so far. I think Jahan Dotson and Chris Godwin, those are my two guys to step up this week and do something nice. Michael Thomas, I'm going to bench him. He's been solid this season with 11.8 points per game, but I'm going to bench him. I'm going to start Josh Reynolds. Josh Reynolds has been hot. He's averaging 17.8 points a game. He has two touchdowns on the season. And I think he's going to be, he's going to continue to be a part of that Lions offense. So yes, I am expecting him to continue uh, to produce like this, especially with Jamison Williams being out. And even when Jamison Williams comes back, how can you bench a guy like Reynolds if he continues to play at this level? Tutu Atwell talked about him and Puka being great, excellent choices. Tutu Atwell is averaging 16.6 points a game. He's looking good. Why not keep starting him until he does something wrong? He deserves that. When you have players that that have been consistent and that that have been doing well, you have to continue to play them until they play bad. I mean, that's just my rule. You don't have to follow my rule, but that's just my rule. Why bench somebody that is playing well? I get it. There's matchups and things of that nature. Sky Moore, I'm going to bench him. I don't trust any wide receiver or any pass catchers for um, Kansas City. Last week, I told you guys to start Garrett Wilson regardless, and um, I got lucky. Garrett Wilson was able to score versus that Dallas Cowboys defense. This week, he plays New England. (laughs) New England is very good. New England is a very solid defense. I would say bench Garrett Wilson this week, especially if you have other options. Let's say you have a team that has a guy like a Tyler Lockett or a guy like a Mike Williams. I will take a chance on those guys instead of starting Garrett Wilson. Now, if you have a team where Garrett Wilson is your top three wide receiver, you got to start him because you're not going to bench a Garrett Wilson for a guy like Curtis Samuel. That's not what I'm telling you to do. I'm just telling you, you can start a top 24 guy that you trust over Garrett Wilson, knowing that at least those guys are safer. Obviously, Garrett Wilson is him, but with this whole change, I don't know what this offense will look like. So be very careful. Be very wise. Um, Romeo Dobbs, I would say bench him. Hollywood Brown versus Dallas. Hmm. No Trayvon Diggs. I would say start Marquise Brown. He's going to get the targets. If anything, he will be targeted. And if you're targeted, you will get lucky, kind of like he did in week two, where he was targeted 10 times and he had six catches for 54 yards in the score. So, He could get lucky once again versus Dallas. Again, no Trayvon Diggs. Now, DeAndre Hopkins, I'm going to sit him. I don't trust anybody on that Titans offense whatsoever. Kyle Pitts, I will say sit him. I mean, can we we trust this guy? He's averaging five points a game. (laughs) Eight targets, four receptions. I can't trust you. I'm benching Kyle Pitts. Hunter Henry is the number two tight end in fantasy right now. I am starting Hunter Henry with confidence. He has 13 targets for 11 receptions, 108 yards. Those numbers don't scream amazing, but the two touchdowns do. And he's averaging 16.9 points a game. That's pretty solid. (coughs) And in tight end premiums, 1.5, he's averaging 20 to 22 points a game in tight end premium leagues. If it's a tight end super premium then, man, even more points, right? Sam Laporta, he's been solid all year. Uh, For a rookie as well, he's averaging 10.1 points a game. You might say, oh, 10 points is not a lot. Well, how many points is Kyle Pitts averaging? So, with that being said, start Sam Laporta with confidence. Eventually, he's going to score a touchdown, eventually. And when he does, you'll be happy that you started him. I know Taysom Hill is a do-it-all QB slash tight end. I would bench him this week unless you are desperate. For a tight end, especially with Kamara being out and Jamal Williams being out, Kendra Miller's making his you know debut, but then again, you just never know. With Taysom Hill, be careful, he had nine carries for 75 yards last week, but then this week he might go two carries for zero. So just be careful with Taysom Hill. Jake Ferguson, I love him this week, I love him every week, really. He's getting better and better as the weeks go on. He's playing Arizona this could be a prime breakout game for Jake Ferguson. You will be happy if you start him. Uh, Hayden Hurst is a toss-up for me. Sometimes I like him, sometimes I don't. He had a good week one, he had a bad week two. Maybe it's time for a good week three, so just be careful. Chig, or for the Titans, bench him. Luke Marsgrave, he's getting better each and every week, but I would say bench him. In about two weeks, Luke Marsgrave will be a name that I would say start, start, start. Uh, Jawan Johnson, I would say bench him. He's not having that breakout sleeper appeal that a lot of you guys were thinking, including myself, including myself. Um, Zach Ertz, you got to start him. This guy, he's getting targets. He has 18 targets this year for 12 receptions. If you tell me that you have a player that's averaging nine targets a game, I would say start that player every single time. (laughs) So with the 18 targets, eventually they're going to turn into more yards and they're going to turn into touchdowns. So he's averaging a solid 9.9 points a game. And if you can get anywhere between 8 to 10 points out of your tight end position, be very grateful. Because that position is very weird. That position is crazy to me. Hey, what's good? Sober Money, what's good? Would you thank you for uh, hopping on the stream? Please like, please subscribe, and please share. Sober Money writes, would you trade St. Brown and Kyler for Anthony Richardson and Addison? Ooh, that's a good one. That's a good one. Man, that's tough. In dynasty, I would say yes. In dynasty, give me Anthony Richardson and Addison. In redraft, I would say I'm sticking with St. Brown. And obviously Kyler's hurt, but then Kyler could come back at some point in the season. Although, even in redraft, even in redraft, it just makes more sense to get more. So, yes, if you're desperate for a quarterback and redraft, Anthony Richardson and Addison is more. So in redraft and um dynasty, I would go. Anthony Richardson and Addison. Yes. Or Dynasty? Oh, yeah. Superflex, Dynasty? Oh, yeah. Definitely make that trade. That's a smash except. Yes, trade Antonio St. Brown and – I mean, um, I said Antonio St. Brown. Yes, trade St. Brown and Kyler Murray for Anthony Richardson and Addison. And mind you, I'm a St. Brown guy. I love me some St. Brown. But if you're giving me an Anthony Richardson who's younger than Kyler and at least you know what you're going to be getting out of Richardson, right, And then Addison has been solid. I talked about him early on in the show, averaging 16 points a game right now. St. Brown is a beast. He's going to average close to, like, 20 a game. But for that slight upgrade in QB, give me Anthony Richardson. Give me Addison. They're younger. They're more promising. And, uh, you know, St. Brown is really good. But Kyler Murray, we don't know what happens next year. He might end up in in another situation. He might end up in a worse situation. So go with the healthier guy in Anthony Richardson. So DSTs to start, I really don't really mess with the whole DST things, but the Chiefs versus the Chicago Bears. The Chicago Bears have looked terrible, so Chiefs could dominate in that matchup. Uh, Seahawks could dominate it versus Andy Dalton. Um, Jags definitely over a a rookie like Stroud. Even though Stroud looked good last week, at the end of the day, he is still a rookie. So you want to start DSTs versus these rookies. Um, Kickers to start, man. I mean, Brandon Aubrey for the uh, Dallas Cowboys played well last week. He's playing a lower team like Arizona, some more scoring potential for them. So you can do that. Uh, I'm not going to get into too much kickers because a lot of leagues I play in, I don't really mess with kickers. So guys, this is my time. This is the Dynasty Overload podcast. Please subscribe uh, to the podcast. We are on Apple. Please subscribe to the YouTube channel, Dynasty Overload. Please subscribe to the Talking Sports with Manny YouTube channel as well. And I'm going to catch you guys on that next episode. I'm out. Peace.